This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Just a friendly reminder that you are running for office this November and your campaign starts right now. What's up? This is Mark K. Saves the Republic. And uh, thank you so much for joining me. We've got that and a whole bunch more coming up right after this. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. I got a call from my uncle uh, last night before I went out to speak and I'll get to that in a minute, but I got a call from my uncle before I left and he was very ups upset. My uncle's a first responder um, and he out in California and he has a uh, canine. He works with a canine unit. He's had this dog. It's a drug sniffing and, uh, you know, drug sniffing kind of rescue dog that he's worked with for years. And the dog passed away. Dog's name was Lucy. And Lucy passed away and he was just, you know, torn, his heart, heartfelt. Uh, he calls me up. He's like, I, I thought he'd, he'd been crying. He just sounded so distraught. And I said, you know, Uncle, Uncle Jeremy, what happened? And he goes, Lucy died. And I said, oh, my God, how did Lucy die? And he said, she died of exhaustion. And I go, what? You're, you're Lucy, your drug sniffing dog who you've known for years, who what I thought was like the epitome of health. I mean, I had a great diet. He exercised her regularly. Uh, they went to, you know, the, um, what do you call it? The agility courses in the dog park. Happiest dog ever. Never took her to the vet for regular checkups. I mean, when you're, when you have a canine unit dog, when you're a first responder with a canine unit, you really, you need, I mean, they make sure that you have, uh, they make sure that you have, you know, the dogs up to snuff has all its shots is in the, in the greatest health uh, because it's a work, you know, it's a working dog. And he goes, yeah, she, she, she got exhausted, just passed out. Vet said she died of exhaustion. And I said, how did she die of exhaustion? And he said, well, we got a call that they needed our assistance. And we went out there and it turns out it was Hunter Biden's hotel room. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> sorry. Uh, sorry, I heard that one. Yeah, I thought I'd give that one a, thought I'd give that one a try. A couple of things. First of all, uh, we are gearing up for our K's Kids Christmas in July celebration. And for those of you that watch us on the stream during the day or you watch our Newsmax show, you know that we have the studio set up one way for most of the year. And then twice a year at Christmas time and in uh, Christmas at July time, we really, I mean, we deck it out, man. We put up a tree. We've got decorations everywhere. We just go all out. We want everyone, all these kids coming out, these K's Kids coming out to receive their Christmas presents. We want them to think and believe and feel like they are in, like they are in some kind of Christmas fantasy world. And, uh, and that's what we're setting up here today. Now, this is really, this is really interesting because I've, I'd set this place up for a podcast studio. I got a big table in here. I got, a, <laughs> I got like four chairs, a bunch of microphones, set up my computer, did that a few months ago. And literally we've had nobody except for Brian Kilmeade come in here for a podcast. We had one podcast guest and it was great. It was fun. 
But, um, you know, it didn't really didn't really seem that necessary in the end. We had Kat Kamek on the other day. We're going to post a podcast with her next week. But she, um, you know, she was on Skype. A lot of people are still a lot of people are still on Skype and stuff. So anyway, I, we moved all that out. We brought back the cozy couch and the coffee table and I set it up and I'm literally sitting at sitting on my couch right now. I'm kicked back on the sofa and I'm thinking to myself, this is actually really comfortable. Um, maybe we'll just, maybe we'll just do this. Maybe I'll get like an easy chair or something in the corner and we'll just have a more casual relaxed setting for our podcast. Cause I think that may be, I think that may be more the way, uh, more the way that I want to go. But anywho, we've got a, we've got a lot, we've got a lot of stuff going on in the next couple of weeks. As I, as I mentioned on the show earlier, the turning point USA student action summit is next week in Tampa and we'll be doing live broadcasts from there. I'm so excited, but there's so many great people. That are going to be, you want to talk about conservative powerhouses? It's going to be, Tampa is going to be like conservative central next week. And in addition, thousands of young conservative students, uh, you know, just like partying their butts off, <laughs> which I'm looking forward to, uh, which I'm, I'm not going to party my butt off. I'm going to be in bed by 930, but I'll, I look forward to watching other people party their butts off. And then, uh, and I, like I said, we'll be doing the podcast and we'll doing broadcasts and locals live events there. So if you're not part of our locals community, you should do that. MarkK.locals.com. I don't want you to miss out. So last night I was invited down to uh, Clay County, which is right across the river, uh, to the Federated Republican Women of Clay County's event. Uh, you know, what happened in Florida is because so many people have been moving down here and because we've had a population explosion over the last few years, we got another congressional seat. And uh, this just so happens to be the, the uh, they're redrawing the district. And the new congressional district is right next door in Clay County. Kat Kamek, who I said we spoke to earlier, she was their representative. They helped vote her into office. But now because of the redistricting, they're in the new district. And this is going to be a first time congressperson. We're very excited because it also means that Florida, for the first time, will have 30 electoral votes, which is, you know, well-deserved and also is a um, is a big, you know, feather in the cap of Governor Ron DeSantis, one of the best governors I think who's ever lived. I'll have to check the... Um, I'll have to check uh, the internet for that later on. And so I went down there and it was like a meet the candidate event, whatever, but they had me as the honored guest keynote speaker. And I had about 30 minutes. They had my name on the ticket, which I've never actually, that's never happened to me before. I've never actually seen my name on the ticket. It was like $50, Mark K. And then like all the other events underneath. Uh, I took a picture of it. I think I put it on my Instagram if you want to go check it out. But I went in there and I, and I gave a speech and there were a lot of questions about like, you know, what's it like? You know, how, you know, after Rush died, we were so th sad, but, you know, you're doing an okay job. And I thought that was very nice of them to say. And it was you know, a really great, really great conservative crowd, really nice job. And when I got done, they had a guy named Chris Chambliss, who was the Clay County Supervisor of Elections, come up and speak. And this guy, uh, he came up and he talked about the influx of Republicans and conservatives to Florida, what it meant for their county specifically. Some of the new, um, some of the newfangled ways they were going to make sure that the the uh, mail-in ballots and really all the ballots were secure. Election uh, security and election election integrity is a huge concern everywhere. I mean, here in Florida, I think we got a I think we got a handle on it. After the last election, where Andrew Gillum, who was later found in a hotel room naked with a bag of crack and a male prostitute or a male porn star, pardon me, they're very different. The difference between, by the way. I have to make sure I, it's not a male prostitute. It's a male porn star. The difference between the two, and I learned this, I had to learn this as a broadcaster, a male prostitute has sex for money. A male porn star has sex for money on camera. And so that's the difference between, 
that it's very it's a slight but specific difference. And he was in the hotel room with a bag of uh, drugs and a male porn star. And I think he was naked, too. It doesn't matter. Uh, he's not our governor, but he could have been because they kept finding these ballots in the janitor's closet and in someone the trunk of someone's car. And and Ron DeSantis, who is one of the most popular governors in the country, one of the most popular governors in this state's history, one of the people that is always talked about as a, a Republican nominee for president in the future, either in 2024 or beyond, this guy barely won his election because, well, election integrity has always been an issue. He shored it up, though, and we ain't got no problems here in Florida. You may remember in 2020, Donald Trump, uh, 500,000 more votes than the other guy who, quote unquote, won. And the uh, ballots were in. They were counted. They were secure. We knew the results. We had everything. We had everything buttoned up by like 7 p.m. They didn't even want to call the state of Florida. Because they thought, how on earth could Florida, which has this track record of questionable balloting, how could they, how on earth could they be ready to go at 7 p.m.? Um, but they didn't realize Super Governor Ron DeSantis had fixed all the issues that we'd had before. So uh, Chris Chambliss comes up and he talks about all that kind of stuff. And he said something that was really struck me and really got to me. And I thought it was amazing. I thought it was amazing. It was one. And this is why I love to go to events, big events, small events. If someone's speaking, if someone has information about politics or patriotism or whatever you got it. I mean, give them the time of day, listen to what they say. Cause you never know where you're going to hear these real nuggets of wisdom. And he said something very interesting. There were like a, you know, three, four dozen people or like maybe, maybe a hundred people there. And he talked to these 100 people and he said, look, uh, we're glad that you're here. Thank you for coming out. You're going to hear from the candidates. And then your job is to leave here and then go tell other people about the Republican party. Go tell other people about the conservatism that you that you see in these candidates. Go tell everyone else why Joe Biden needs to be voted out, why the Democrats need to be voted out. You need to take the messages you hear from Mark Kay, for example, from Aaron Bean, who's running for one of the seats. Uh, Eric Aguilar, there's a, a ton of them. You need to take these messages. You need to take what you've learned from these potential representatives in the House of Representatives, and you need to go out and you need to spread the word to others. It's and it, it's really interesting because very few people ever say that. And that's something that I think everybody needs to understand. When you listen to my show or this podcast, like this, let's take this podcast. You're going to listen to this podcast. It's going to be somewhere around 15 minutes, you know, 15 minutes out of your day. You're going to listen to it and you're going to hear about conservatism. You're going to hear about how we need conservative candidates to help save the republic. I mean, I named the podcast Mark K saves the republic because, well, you got to it's a daily job. You got to do it every day. You got to wake up every day and go, all right, who's attacking our republic now and how do I stop them? You got to wake up every day and go, okay, who needs my help? How do I make sure that the uh, United States of America maintains its, its superiority for another 250 years? How do I do that? And one of the reasons you do it is by A, informing yourself of what's going on around you and listening to this podcast is a great start. Listening to my radio show is a great start. Watching me on Newsmax, awesome. Uh, all of those things. All of those things help, but it doesn't stop there. That's where it starts. Because politics, like religion, requires evangelism. And you can't just keep the message for yourself. That doesn't help. If, if I tell you something, or if you go to a, a rally, let's take a Donald Trump rally. Donald Trump won in 2016, not because hundreds of thousands of people came to his rallies. Donald Trump won in 2016, not because hundreds of thousands of people came to his rallies. It's because Hundreds of thousands of people came to his rallies, listened to what he said, were invigorated, were inspired, were enlightened, 
and then went home and evangelized all of that information to everybody else, to hundreds of thousands more people. And then those hundreds of thousands of more people talk to hundreds of thousands of more people and so on and so on. And all of a sudden we're in a L'Oreal hair commercial uh, and Donald Trump is in the White House. You can't just be a casual observer. You as a conservative are running for office. I, I don't care who's on the ballot. I don't care who's on the ballot, whether it's whether it's a Republican, um, a conservative. I don't care if it's Senate. I don't care if you're voting for a representative or a governor, whatever it is you're voting for. In 2024, it's going to be president of the United States. You're not voting for a person. You're voting for conservatism. You're voting either for America and American ideals or against America and American ideals. And you've got to make that choice. If you're for America, if you're a conservative, if you think Donald Trump was the bee's knees, if you want to put America first, great, do that. But it doesn't stop when the rally's over. It doesn't stop at the end of the meeting. That's where it starts. When you go to a rally, when you go to a meeting uh, to, to meet the candidates, when you hear a podcast like this one or any other podcast, when you go TP USA next, we're going to have thousands of students in Tampa listening to the messages of all these fantastic speakers and conservatives on stage. Charlie Kirk, Kaylee McEnany, um, you know, Kat Kamek's going to be there, Ron DeSantis. They're, it doesn't stop there. It starts there. These young people realize that they've got to go home and spread the message. It's the way Christianity took over the world. It's the way, uh, you know, Jesus Christ started his whole entire operation, which is, I mean, going pretty strong. It's going pretty strong. It's hit some, you know, it's hit some snags along the way. Um, but that's what you need to do, too. You're running for office. We're all running for office. And if you go somewhere and shake a hand with somebody or kiss a baby or ask somebody for your vote or somebody asks you for their vote, rather, if you hear a podcast and I'm telling you, save the republic, do what you can, then the idea is for you to take that message, ingest it, uh, you know, you just marinate in it, really get a good understanding of it, and then go talk to other people. You know, the worst thing you can do is say, oh, I don't talk politics. That's not what we need. We need everybody talking politics. We need everybody talking politics. We need you going to your family reunions and your and your dinners with your in-laws and all the awkward places where you say you don't want to bring up politics. That's where you need to start bringing up politics because that's the only way that we win. And if we win, we save the republic. And if we lose, well, I don't even want to I don't even want to think about that. Uh, anyway, there's more to this, and we're going to be talking about this all the way through November, all the way through 2024. But over the weekend, if you're listening to this podcast on Friday, I'm recording it on Friday, but maybe Saturday or Sunday, think, listen to what we're saying, you know, consider the, the idea and then just reach out to one person. And I'll tell you what, fun fact, evangelism doesn't even have to be you. If you don't want to talk, here's a thought here. I'm, I'm going to give you a great idea. Listen carefully. If you don't want to spread the message of conservatism, if you're not that kind of person, if you don't want to get in somebody's face, then wherever you're listening to this podcast is a link that says share. All you have to do is share this link with somebody else. So send it to like three friends in your contact list. Send, you just copy the link and say, hey, guys, I just heard this. I think it's cool. Send it to them, text it to them, email it to them. It doesn't matter. However, you get the word out. Evangelization doesn't mean you have to get up on a soapbox and yell and scream. I'm already doing that. So just just get more people in front of me. And that's another way that we can help spread the word. So uh, if you have any questions or if you need any help, you can always DM me. You can hit me up on Discord or just go to our locals group, markk.locals.com.